Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Glow CRE podcast, sponsored by Greystone with your hosts, Pamela Van Oss and Farah Jackson. Greystone is a leading commercial real estate finance company that primarily serves the multifamily sector with a range of debt and structured finance solutions. The name of the podcast, Glow CRE, stands for Gaining Leaders, Originators, and Women in Commercial Real Estate. And we're aiming to bring listeners a unique perspective on successful women in an industry that's typically dominated by men. This podcast began based on a conversation between colleagues on how we could reach more women in commercial real estate and attract them to production and origination. The idea grew from there to not just origination and production, but to include how we can help to guide more women into leadership in a field that is still predominantly dominated by men. And from these conversations, Glow CRE was born. But to be clear, this podcast is for all women in commercial real estate, interested in commercial real estate, and for the men that work with them and support them as mentors, managers, and just good co-workers. On this podcast, we will talk about how the inner glow is what is important and what will drive women to be successful, how women should not dim their glow because others are intimidated, and most importantly, we want to make sure women support other women and help to brighten each other's glow. We want women in this industry to be lights for each other and to completely light up the entire commercial real estate industry. So why is this conversation important? There are lots of women in commercial real estate. They are often in property management, credit, and finance, as well as asset management. But if you visit a development office, it is still not uncommon to see women running the transaction as a project manager or running the office itself. Though, thankfully, through initiatives supporting minority and women-owned businesses, this is something that we're seeing more and more of each year. Still, on the lending side, it is not very common to see originators or production officers that are women. After talking to many of our counterparts in the industry, we actually found that Greystone likely has more women in origination than many of our competitors. We'll explore that in the future, how company culture impacts career development. But why are there so few women in loan production origination, and how do we change this? Pamela and I started our journey on this podcast by speaking to the women in production at Greystone, which really started some great conversations. They all began with, how did you get here? What made you want to get here? How are you doing and what you are doing? And what would you tell someone else who wants to be where you are one day? And most importantly, what do you want to do next? Now, before we get too deep into this conversation, let's start with a disclaimer. What you will hear today are our opinions. They are formed from our experiences, and we are more than open to being challenged. When you reach the end of our podcast today, we will leave our email addresses because we want to hear from you. We want to hear from other women in the industry that do this job and women that want to make a leap and join the ranks. But before we get to that, let us tell you our stories, and we'll start with the same questions that we asked the women of Greystone. So, Pamela, how did you get here and what got you interested in commercial real estate? Well, that's interesting, Farah. I actually started out in investment accounting. And in that role as an investment accountant, I was introduced to real estate accounting and got my introduction to real estate through accounting. Eventually, after many years in accounting, I realized I was working till midnight. I was quarter end, year end, you know, all these deadlines for financial statements. And I saw the guys in real estate actually had a work-life balance and had a quality of life. And I thought, I think that's where I want to end up. So I eventually moved over to real estate 
and and uh, got my feet wet with specifically multifamily. And from there, I moved on into underwriting and credit. And that's where I spent most of my years until recently when I transitioned over to production management, where I'm now the West Coast head of production, managing a team of originators. And I am loving this role. And I think a lot of that has to do with my experience and, uh, you know, you know the, the experience of the underwriting and credit and the product knowledge, but it, it's been a great transition. You know, Pamela, you said a few things that I think will be interesting in future episodes. A good reason for people to keep listening um, about the different roles in commercial real estate. I think a lot of people think about it and they think of people who sell homes. They don't know that there are all these different things, you know, not just the accounting side, not just the credit and underwriting side, and not just the production side that you and I are both involved in. So tune in listeners. I think there's a lot more in store for you guys. Um, so you told us about what you do day to day. What would you tell someone who wants to one day be where you are managing a production team? Well, I do think there's a lot of value in the underwriting and credit, you know, in the first year to really to understand product knowledge and to feel confident when you transition over to origination to be able to sell a product that you confidently understand. I think it's um, it's key that you have mentors and support. I think it's a, a it's you don't want to be the lone wolf in, in origination. You really need a, a you know a strong uh, origination team to either join under it or have a strong mentor. I think that's where you get your most success. What's next for you? What do you want to do next? Well, like I said, I've recently come over to production in the past few years. I really want to continue to grow into that role, move into a head of production role. I want to be extremely strategic at this point. And really, my role you know, involves recruiting. I want my recruits to be extremely strategic. I want to be able to mentor them, put them on a strong team. I want to set them up for success. Uh, I want to develop the current originators we have. I want to set up a successful production uh, agenda and plan. So I think the key for me now is really be strategic, especially in this volatile market where I focus my my time and my resources. That is all awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So let's ask you a few questions. Um How did you get here and what got you interested in commercial real estate? So I never wanted to be in commercial real estate. I'll start there. My mother was in commercial real estate. She actually worked for Fannie Mae, um, who, if our listeners don't know, is one of what's called the government-sponsored entities, the GSEs. Um, And it's one of the largest lending sources for multifamily housing in our country. And watching her do what she did, I did not think she had a great work-life balance, which I know is what got you interested in commercial real estate. But it was a big reason I wasn't. You know, my mom is going off on these site and and she's got to go see these properties. And it seemed to take her away from us so much. I told her as early as I could remember, I don't want to do what you do. Um, I actually went to school for criminology. I wanted to be a bounty hunter or an FBI agent or something exciting. Um, And then, you know, as I grew up and matured, um, I needed those summer internships and those part-time jobs. And I was able to get those jobs at commercial real estate firms that my mother, you know, had, um, 
either connections or, you know, people looking for internships and was able to put my name in. And as I started to work in the industry, I actually developed a love for it. You know, my current job and and even what I've been doing for the past 20 years has been centered around affordable housing and being able to do something that I'm passionate about um, that, you know, is in an ever changing market has just been so amazing. In the last year and a half, I moved into a production role, which similar to you, I had a credit background. I had been on our underwriting team, eventually the deputy chief underwriter for that team. So I understood what needed to be done to make a deal work. Um, moving into a production role, which is really a relationship role. It's working with our borrowers to help them structure their deals, help them find the right financing vehicle. That became something that was new, different, and exciting, um, as well as bringing its own challenges. So I came to commercial real estate by accident. I fell in love and I'm happy to be here, but I wish there were more you know, people that looked like me in the industry and, and doing what I do. That's great. And one key word you said that resonated was you're passionate. So, you know, to be able to be in a role that you can describe as passionate is is so rewarding. Um, And that's exactly what we're trying to do here is to bring people into women into commercial real estate, just like yourself, and to have that feeling and also your team to be you you just joined a team right so you have a strong team and mentor and how accretive has that been to this experience oh my goodness i wouldn't be in the industry without my first mentor who luckily is my mother to this day i can go home and talk work with her but i have multiple mentors i have mentors that help me with production i have mentors that help me with work life balance i have different mentors for the different needs that i have in my you know daily work life and I can't imagine doing the job without the mentor as well as without the team. Having that team, you know, we each bring our own strengths, but being able to lean on each other, fill in those gaps is key to the success that I've been able to have throughout my career. Exactly. Is there anything else that you, uh, in addition to mentor, um, you would tell someone else who wants to be where you are one day? <laughs> it is. Um, and it's something that you actually said as well as taking the risk. I think I would not have ended up in a production role had my manager at the time not pulled me. Um, I was very comfortable with what I was doing. I was, you know, in my mind, one of the best at doing what I was doing. And I was not willing to make that change and take that risk. You know, production is about closing deals, originating deals and getting deals in. And if you know, the market is down and you don't have deals, that's a risk. And most women that I know, we prefer, you know, what we know is certain. We want that comfort. Um, we want that stability. However, I think there's so many possibilities when you're willing to take that risk. Yep, absolutely. And these are some of the things we're going to expand upon on our various podcasts, exactly where women are comfortable and where we can help push them out of their comfort zone and yeah. with the right support and mentorship. Yes. Uh, so what do you want to do next? Uh, my answer is going to be pretty similar to yours. Having only been in this production role, uh, not even a year and a half yet. I want to be the best at this. I want when developers are thinking about who they want to work with, I want my name to be at the top of their list because they know that Farrah Jackson knows affordable lending better than anyone else in the country. And Greystone is the partner that they want. And so I want to build up to that level of expertise um, and, and those levels of relationships. 
That's great. That's that's great. Thank you. So before we wrap wrap up this episode, Pamela, I know that I have and many women have a personal or signature quote that resonates with them. So what's your signature quote and what's it mean to you? Well, this quote is interesting to me as is the circumstance I'm in now. I'm in a new role. I'm managing uh, producers. I'm covering a lot of ground in a new role. So this quote resonates with me. Either run your day today or your day runs you by Jim John. And I can't tell you how to continue to think about that because I can't tell you. I asked someone, how are you doing? I'm stressed. I'm completely booked. I asked them, can I get a 30-minute call? No, I don't have time till Wednesday. Just for a 30-minute call. You've got to take time for yourself, and you will definitely have more accomplishments when you start to run your day-to-day. That's excellent. I'm going to use that. <laughs> so what? what is your, uh, what's your quote? <laughs> Well, my quote, and I actually have this up in my home, is well-behaved women seldom make history by Laurel Thatcher Ulrich. And I think most people know, you know, women who stay in the box and they do what's expected of them. They're not memorable. They're not the ones that become known. But women who take those risks we were talking about that are willing to be, you know, the first that are willing to stand up when maybe other people aren't are the ones that become known. And it's funny when I was researching uh, who actually said this quote, it's been attributed to a lot of famous women since it was actually originally spoken. Um, Marilyn Monroe, Eleanor Roosevelt, women that are known for being the ones willing to break the rules. And it's something that's been better for all of us because of those women. Um, And people who know me will tell you, I've never been afraid to raise my hand, ask the question, um, be the first. And I don't expect that'll ever change for me. No, that's exactly right. And myself as well. And you may not always be uh, well received, but you know, as long as you're doing it respectfully and professionally and you continue to forge through that, that's really what we we're trying to promote here. So thank you. Uh, well, if you've made it this far, thank you. Thank you for listening on what we think is going to be an important conversation. Maybe one day a woman who is running a lending shop or overseeing a production team will look back and say, this podcast got her to think about an opportunity that she wouldn't have considered before. And if even one woman can say that, then we have succeeded here. But as we promised before, we want to leave you with our contact information. You can reach Pamela at Pamela.VanOS, V-A-N-O-S, at Grayco.com. And and Farah at Farah, P-H-A-R-R-A-H, dot Jackson at Grayco.com. We want to hear from you, so please reach out to us and please subscribe and join us for the next episode of Glow CRE. We plan to keep this conversation going. So tune in to upcoming episodes for learning and laughs as we highlight some of our industry's most dynamic women in commercial real estate. Thank you again for joining us. And for listening to the first episode of Glow CRE podcast. We look forward to shining a light on women in commercial real estate. Until then... Keep Keep glowing, glowing, ladies. ladies.